You are listening to the Morning Breath Podcast. Please enjoy today's show, hosted by Pastor Dan Stahlbaum. Good morning, and welcome to the program on this beautiful July 7th, Wednesday. This is Morning Breath, and we are a drive time devotion. Sure to jumpstart your day. We're also a podcast, a radio show, all that good stuff. We're so glad you've taken time out of your busy day to join us. We read a chapter of the Bible. That's what we do as a morning devotion. And then uh, I do that at home. My co-host does that at home or whatever. And then we come down to the studios here at the Merritt Island campus of East Coast Christian Center. We read the chapter on the air, and then we talk about the chapter wherever God would lead us in it. I actually do, do mine at my office most of the time. I know that some people do it at home. Did you do it at home, Pastor Brian? I did. I did it at home, and then I, I tried to listen to it. Oh, I was driving here as well a second time. It's, I, I like to listen to the audio Bible of it. I love. I do that, too. I sit and eat breakfast early, yeah. and I listen to it usually in two translations yeah. uh, on the U version, which is a lot. I, like, I really like listening to yeah. it. And then after I listen to it a couple of times, I come down to the church, and I usually get here eh, about 45 minutes early yeah. and uh, just spend spend that time with the Lord. Yeah, it's great. We're uh, we're thankful that the Word of God does open up to us and that we get uh-huh. to see um, what God would say to us. And so there's a lot of ways to get this show. If uh, you're not accustomed to getting it on the radio or maybe you're getting it by podcast, we do have YouTube, we do have Facebook, we got Instagram, we got all the things. If you'd call the church office, you could find out what chapter we're going to be in. Uh, you can go to our app, you can go to our website as well. Church office number is 321-452-1060. We will email you or mail you an actual guide of where we're headed, what chapters we're in, and where we will be. And maybe there's a chapter of the, of the Word of God that you want to you want to see maybe what God what God would say to you or God, what that would look like for you. And you want to go back to some previous ones. And so go back, take a look. There's uh, there's previous podcasts. There's um, all the things are there so that you can listen to the shows. And uh, we've been doing this for a lot of years. I, I don't even know how many years it's been now that Morning Breath has been a thing, but it's been a lot of years and it's been a blessing to a lot of people getting in the Word of God regularly. And there's a few things going on as a church we want to um, point you towards as well and just uh, let you know about. We started a leadership growth Ooh, track come on. Uh, last Thursday night, and uh, it will continue uh, tomorrow night. Had a night. great group of people there. It was awesome. Yeah, actually, uh, some great, um, I don't know, some some dude's going to be uh, teaching it uh, tomorrow night, and uh, I would just encourage you to come be a part of that. Are you going to teach tomorrow night? Tell the truth. I do. i got a couple hours tomorrow okay, night cool. from 7 to 9 uh, tomorrow night, and it'll be awesome. Uh, this, this leadership track is really meant to help you lead and understand what leadership looks like and how to become a better leader, and so maybe you don't see yourself as a leader yet, but you'd like to be, or you think maybe God would have something for you more than where you're at. Come be a part of that. It is from 7 to 9 on Thursdays, which would be tomorrow. We do take the 15th off, but we'll be back at it the 22nd and 29th. And uh, we want to help you with leadership. As a leader grows, everyone grows. And so come be a part of it. So why are you taking the 15th off? Are you having a lazy spell or what's going on? Yeah, we figured we'd take a nap or two here and there. That's not true. We have camp. Uh, and yeah, Our youth, youth camp. camp is that week. And so everybody's going to be going with the youth to camp. we got a bunch of our pastoral staff going. Yeah. And uh, it'll be it'll be off the chain, as they say, uh, in the junkyard dog uh, junkyard. club. Yeah, so yeah. it'll be awesome for a middle school, high school student, if yeah. you know one or you have yeah. one out there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it, you can go to our website, eccc.us forward slash events, for either of those things, the leadership track or um, our youth camp. You can sign up there, and the costs um, um, for that, actually the leadership track is free. Uh, we're yeah. not charging for any of that. You can actually get college credit if you're a part of the university here. But for youth camp, it's there. Sign up, get your kids signed up, and uh, it will be a blessing. I've been to camp, I don't know, 19 years or something. I've been going to <laughs> camp there, yeah. and uh, it's it's a really great time. My kids, I'll have three kids that are a uh, part of that youth camp this summer, and uh, it's it's crazy. 
but it's it's incredible. You have good. like fourteen children, don't you? Yeah, I have four. Oh, uh, four. The, we, left right. ten, we left the ten. I added the teen. Yeah, I added the fourteen. <laughs> we're, we're comfortable at four, and yeah, uh, I, I think it. that's a good thing. We're uh, we're 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 content with four. How about that? How old's your it. youngest? She's eleven. See, yeah. I had a ten years between my last child and my next one, so you could sneak one in. Uh, maybe we maybe we foster or adopt. Maybe okay, we that's, like that. uh, okay. Yeah. I'm, I I I totally get it. Yeah. Totally get it. Anyway, so what else? Uh, Glo- there's one Glo- other leadership. leadership? Yeah. yeah, Global Leadership Summit is a is a great opportunity for you to grow as a leader as well. That is August 5th and 6th. It's a Thursday and Friday coming. Uh, the price is about to go up on the 13th of July from $49 to $79, but we've actually offset that as a church. It's nearly $200. Now, if you go onto their website and sign up, it'll be $179, $199, and we want you to come. We want you to be a part of it. It includes lunch and breakfast both days. Come, and there are global leaders that will be communicating um, by video. It's a video conference that we host, and uh, I don't know, there might be 100 people that will be a part of that, and that will be an incredible time. We'd love to have you come and be I'd a part of it. I'd be surprised if there's going to be more. I, I just had a I had an idea where we were sitting here, somebody was going to call yeah. that maybe is not in in our yeah. circle, yeah. but he's got a big circle. Yeah, let's go. It's interesting. Let's do it. Yeah, it just came to me. Let's do it. You know, God speaks. It's cool. Morning breath. Just heard, I just heard God speak on something. I got I to gotta take care of that. I got to write it down, though. That's good. Or else, uh, you know, which would remind me in this chapter. We're going to get right in this chapter here in a minute. But reminded me, you know, there's there's some real events in this chapter, some real, like, markers that happened in a city, happened in a valley, happened at a rock, happened at a spring. And I, you know, I've been walking with the Lord for over 40 years now, and I've got a lot of those markers in yeah. my life. But the truth is, some of them are easy to forget. I was thinking the other day about something, and I know that I had this happen to me. I'm not, I don't want to go into the details of it, but three different times I saw something miraculous from God. Yeah. But literally, I could only remember two of them. Wow. And yeah, don't look at me like that. No, (laughs) it's just sometimes it's hard when there's all those things in your life to remember everything. And I think it's super valuable to remember the things the Lord has done. Amen. And so they had like, they would do a pile of rocks yeah. in Bible times to kind of mark that. And uh, for those of you that journal, I'm not a journaler. I've never been very good at journaling. Uh, Carolyn is. Um, Jessica, uh, Pastor Jessica here at the church is. Um, do you journal, Pastor Brian? I have a digital journal that I've used off and on uh, okay. over the years that cool. I try to um, make some landmark kind of things, make notes of those. Yeah. And so... Um, it's through an app, and uh, it it's accessible all the time, which That's has been cool. kind of nice. Uh, I'm not pen and paper handy all the time, yeah. carrying it around, yeah. so it, it's worked for me. Awesome. That's, yeah. a, that's a great thing to do. You know, I, um, I've journaled missions trips before and yeah. shorter things and gone back and read them 25 years later. That's incredible. And it's incredible to hear what God was speaking and saying. So it's valuable. Anyway, that's out there. Let's get in here. What all right, you, 1 Samuel 23. Yeah, 20, I'm in the how many new, verses? New Living Translation. Oh, no, I not have, that one. I have uh, 29 verses. Yeah, there's a nice break at 13. I'm going to read the first 13 and right. then let you read the from there to the end. There's, I'll pick it there's up at such 14. a nice break there. Yeah. All okay. right. I say to you, Pastor Dan, read, sir. Then they told David, saying, Look, the Philistines are fighting against Keilah and they're robbing the threshing floors. Therefore, David inquired of the Lord, saying, Shall I go and attack these Philistines? And the Lord said to David, Go and attack the Philistines and save Keilah. But David's men said to him, Look, we are afraid here in Judah. How much more than if we go to Keilah against the armies of the Philistines? Then David inquired of the Lord once again. And the Lord answered him and said, 
Arise, go down to Keilah, for I will deliver the Philistines into your hands. And David and his men went to Keilah and fought with the Philistines, struck them with a mighty blow, and took away their livestock. So David saved the inhabitants of Keilah. Now it happened when Abathar, the son of Ahimelech, fled to David at Keilah, that he went down with an ephod in his hand. And Saul was told that David had gone to Keilah, so Saul said, God has delivered him into my hand, for he has shut himself in by entering a town that has gates and bars. Then Saul called all the people together for war to go down to Keilah to besiege David and his men. When David knew that Saul plotted evil against him, he said to Abathar the priest, Bring the ephod here. Then David said, O Lord God of Israel, your servant has certainly heard that Saul seeks to come to Keilah to destroy the city for my sake. Will the men of Keilah deliver me into his hands? Will Saul come down as your servant has heard? O Lord God of Israel, I pray, tell your servant. And the Lord said, He will come down. Then David said, Will the men of Keilah deliver me and my men into the hand of Saul? And the Lord said, They will deliver you. So David and his men, about 600, arose and departed from Keilah and went wherever they could go. Then it was told Saul that David had escaped from Keilah, so he halted the expedition. All right, verse 14, for Samuel. It says, uh, David now stayed in the strongholds of the wilderness and in the hill country of Ziph. Saul hunted him day after day, but God didn't let Saul find him. One day near Horesh, David recognized or received the news that Saul was on the way to Ziph to search for him and kill him. Jonathan went to find David and encourage him to stay strong in his faith in God. Don't be afraid, Jonathan reassured him. My father will never find you. You are going to be the king of Israel, and I will be next to you, as my father Saul is well aware. So the two of them renewed their solemn pact before the Lord. Then Jonathan returned home while David stayed at Horesh. But now the men of Ziph went to Saul in Gibeah and betrayed David to him. We know where David is hiding, they said. He is in the strongholds of Horesh on the hill of Hekilah. I love all these names. Which is uh, that's why I gave them to you. Thank you. No, I always the, take the beginning. So. <laughs> which is in the southern part of Jeshimon. Come down wherever you're ready, uh, whenever you're ready, O king, and we will catch him and hand him over to you. The Lord bless you, Saul said. At last, someone is concerned about me. Go and check again to be sure of where he is staying and who has seen him there. For I know that he is very crafty. Discover his hiding places and come back when you are sure. Then, then I'll go with you. And if he is in the area at all, I'll track him down, even if I have to search every hiding place in Judah. But the men of Ziph returned home ahead of Saul. Meanwhile, David and his men had moved in the wilderness of the Moan in the Araba Valley south of Jeshimon. When David heard that Saul and his men were searching for him, he went farther into the wilderness to the great rock. And he remained there in the wilderness of Moan. But Saul kept after him in the wilderness. Saul and David were now on opposite sides of a mountain. Just as Saul and his men began to close in on David and his men, an urgent message reached Saul that the Philistines were raiding Israel again. So Saul quit chasing David and returned to fight the Philistines. Ever since that time, the place where David was camped has been called the Rock of Escape. David then went to live in the strongholds of En-Gedi. Amen. En-Gedi. What's that mean? I looked it up. I mean, okay. I, I, I got interested this morning in all these places. Yeah. And um, just wanted to know where, what, 
You know, because one of them says in the forest, my translation anyway said, in the wilderness of Ziph, of Ziph in a forest. And I had a hard time picturing forests in Israel because I've been. Yeah. And uh, I don't know anywhere there's a forest in Israel. Okay. And so a lot of what are, you know, sort of North America forest type view, I just wanted to see what some of these places looked like. Anyway, and Gedi means the spring of the kid goat. Um, and it is in the lowest place in the world. It's by the Dead Sea. Well. It's one of only two freshwater springs in the entire region. And it's uh, in a valley that you kind of go up that goes from Dead Sea harsh, nothing could live, to almost a Garden of Eden lushness, wow. all because there's water, freshwater spring there that's coming up, that has run and still runs today. This kind of stuff just blows me away. It's kind of like how God turned on the faucet, yeah. you know, 4,000 years ago. Yeah. It's still running. Yeah, I don't quite get that um, in the sense of, you know, if the earth is, is sort of... S- not a a living thing yeah i it is a living thing and you know i kind of believe the earth produces a lot of things like oil and water and just a bunch of stuff from the action of the plates and all that's going on anyway uh, maybe a crazy belief but i just think the earth is actually making things and still producing life god said this place would be here until we didn't need it anymore yeah and uh so i just i don't know and so i just looked at all these places pretty wild he was in, it was rough. He was not an easy place. And Getty was the nicest place he hit out in, wow. in all of his running from Saul. Yeah, I, uh, I'm intrigued about the running. And uh, actually, even what, like Jonathan said, hey, you're going to be king. We know that's going to happen. Yeah. Even my dad knows that, you know. And um, there was there was basically, it, it just, this all had to play out. And uh, obviously, in the midst of it, they didn't, they didn't know. It's easy for us to read the story and understand, you know, how it all worked out in the end. But... Man, you're talking about your life on the line continuously, and um, David, like at the top of this, it says, but David's men said, "We're afraid." Even yeah, even yeah. here, you go against the whole Philistine army. You know, like I'm going to go fight that whole thing. Are you well, kidding? They whacked somebody already. What if you go and you're fighting the Philistine army, and then Saul pulls up behind you? Yeah, you're. And you're now trouble. you're you're an army sandwich. Oh yeah. You know that you're going to just get crushed between the two oh, armies. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I just I I think you know he'd probably be all right if he could take on a little bit of the army or something. But yeah, I got to go against yeah. the whole stinking thing, and it yeah. says there was only six hundred of them or something. You know, like yep. down here is about six hundred of them now um, left Keilah and then began roaming the countryside. Like you're not talking about this massive army. Like when we oh, think no. of like you know you know the army of America, you know, like you think of the the, the hundreds of thousands of men that would just go. This attack. isn't even a division. No, this is like. This is a small deal, and um, I mean, six hundred people—that's the seats we have in this auditorium and down here, yeah. downstairs. Yeah. Like, it's not a lot of people to go fight any army. You Let's know, be like, on the run from the U.S. government. <laughs> <laughs> Good night. Like, it just seems overwhelming, yeah. you know. But yet, he's just willing to hear from God and go, "God, are you? You know, is this what you want me to do? Is this where you want me to be?" And yeah. and. God led him. I mean, he was oh, God's yeah. man, right? Oh, yeah. And so the idea that you can hear the voice of God, that God, even when it just feels like, are you sure? Like, are we doing this right? Yeah. With fear and trembling, you know, you can you can walk it out with Jesus. And as I think Joyce Meyer says, do it afraid, you know? Yeah, and think about it this way, too. I thought about it from this point of view. It's a tiny group of men compared to what they were faced with, but just think of, okay, for the next year, and they were there for 10 yep. years on the run. Most people don't know or time. think about how long that is. Yeah. Just think you got to feed. Pastor Brian, you're in charge of feeding <laughs> those 600 people every day. Yeah. You get, need to get them fresh water, and they need to eat every day. 
and be uh, on guard and be on guard and run oh, from yeah. Saul and 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 it's a, it's a really an amazing picture of God's provision. Yeah. What I also thought was interesting in this chapter and uh, this is not maybe not as encouraging as I would like but in the long run I think it can help us. Uh, verse 7 says and Saul was told that David had gone to Keilah so Saul said God has delivered him into my hand for he shut himself in by entering a town that has gates and bars. So Saul is in a relationship with God still. Yeah. He's still talking to him. Yeah. He believes God has done something for him. Yeah. That's not true. Yeah. That's not what's happened. Uh, Jonathan said, who is not ungodly in any way, shape, or form, he said to him, do not fear, for the hand of my father shall not find you. You shall be king over Israel, which was true, yeah. but, and I shall be next to you, was yeah. not true. Yeah. And here's Jonathan isn't ungodly, yeah. but yet he's only half right. Yeah. And then it says in verse 21, Saul said, blessed are you of the Lord, for you've had compassion on me to the Ziths, Ziphites or whatever they are. Um, he said that, nah, yeah. God didn't bless the Ziphites just because <laughs> Saul said it. And so I think we got to be careful to do what David had to work very hard to do that some of in the situations I quoted they didn't really, we don't see them seeking God. We don't see Saul getting on his face saying, Lord, sh should I go get him there? Yeah. He took what somebody else said, oh, that must be God in my life. And I think we've all been guilty of that a little bit where somebody else comes in with what we, goes in the direction we want. Yeah. And we go, oh, that's confirmation. Uh, I don't know about all that. I believe in confirmation, yeah. but I believe more in seeking from God and hearing his voice, and then after clearly hearing his voice, getting confirmation. Does that make any sense to you, Pastor Brian? Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's, uh, it is a challenging thing to, to go, well, I feel like that's the Lord over there. I, I, <laughs> I'm trying to you know, hear, oh, yeah. I'm trying to sift it out, and I'm trying to figure out what is, what is really God. And I mean, I've heard people say, but, but the Lord told me, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, yeah, maybe you didn't hear right. You know, yeah, but, but that's totally against the Bible. Why yeah. would God say that? Yeah. I mean, we yeah. have, we have a great picture of, of the kingdom of God in scripture today yeah. that we yeah. know, and we can align things with to go, this is the Lord, right? Like, and if it doesn't align, it doesn't, you don't have confirmation from the word of God. Like if you can't get a hold of in the word of God somewhere, I might want to just take a, take a step back and yeah. go, Let, let's get a hold of, let's get a hold of a word from God and not a well, it feels like, or it sounds like, or I think this, or I think that. Man, I need a word. Like, I remember when I met my wife, um, this is going back 19, 20 years ago, I met my wife, and she's attractive, and she's an incredibly godly woman. But I was like, I don't know, if this ain't you, Lord, I'm out. I don't want, yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't want, I don't want the wrong thing. I don't want, right. I don't, and it looked good, and she godly and all that, and I needed a word from God, and I, I have had by the grace of God been able to hang on to that word from yes, God. And yes. James, you know, God says, you know, that every good and perfect gift comes down from the Father Come of lights. On. When I heard that, it was like, this is good and perfect gift. I'm like, give it to me. I'm all in. Let's go. You know, like I didn't have to wonder anymore. I didn't have to, you know, question it. And when I shared that with my friends that I was accountable to and, you know, dating relationships and that sort of thing, and I shared the word of God that I felt like this, the word God gave me. And it wasn't just me going find a word that'll align with my feeling. Yeah, this was actually, yeah. I'm going, no, my feelings, I don't, I don't know. But Okay, God, I'm in. And 
Not that that not that it's even a hard thing to get on board with when God speaks like that, because yeah. you go, man, it's the Lord, let's go. Yeah. But yeah. that will carry you for that'll carry me through my entire married life. This is a good and perfect gift for me. It, when when it gets hard, yeah. or when there's hard moments in yeah. it, uh, Paul told Timothy to wage a good warfare by the prophetic word that went forth about him. Yeah. And he talked about that when he had hands laid on him and he was sent to go pastor the church in Ephesus. You know, it. oh, yeah, wow, what a day. I'm anointed to preach. I got yeah. my own church. But then he gets there, and he finds all the resistance, and it's hard. He had the word that he heard yep. in the beginning to go back on, which strengthened him. And not that it's been incredibly hard for Brian and Emily, <laughs> but in any marriage. Oh, yeah. There's going to be in, in the—I've been married 45 years. Guess what? 45 years, there's been a, a few bumps in the road. Yeah. You know what? It's nice to know that I'm in the middle of God's will, even though there's been a bump in the road. Yeah. And, you know, you could you could certainly get distracted. You can get distracted by the, that sounds that sounds like the Lord over there. You know, it sounds like oh, it, yeah. it feels like. And we just have to be careful of that stuff. Because like you said, in this chapter, you see some things that you're like, well, that's part true. That's mostly true. And, yeah. you know, maybe even the prophetic word, maybe you, you feel like, you know, you've got a word, a prophetic word, somebody spoke to you. I would say, test it by the word of God. Like Absolutely. make sure that somebody else's word that they heard, quote unquote, for you, that they've given and drilled, delivered to you. You got to line that up with the word of God because you can end up in a mess. Real yeah. Fast. And it needs to come true. If you got somebody doing a lot of that, yeah. it needs to, it needs to be solid. I know a couple of people that if they prophesied to me tomorrow, I'd run with it Yeah, because I, I've known it. them for like one of them I've known for 40 years. Yeah. I keep going to my 40 year thing for some reason, but I've known him for 40 years and he's been super accurate in my life. And hey, I'm going to pay attention because he's got a track record. The other thing that I just want to encourage you with is don't forget that David in this chapter, it says, and then David inquired of the Lord once again. Yeah. You know, he, he heard from God. He said, okay, let's go. And the men said, we're afraid. We don't want to. Yeah. So now David is between the men and God. And what does he do? Say, no, you listen to me. I'm the boss. Yeah. No, he doesn't approach it that way. He joins with the priest. They take out the linen ephod. They ask God again. Yeah. And I actually think this was in a different way. I think the first time he got the answer from the prophetic guy that was with him. The second time he got the answer from the priest guy that was with him. And so that gave the men the courage and the word to know it was God in their own lives. Because I don't know about you, I don't want people to follow me just on my word. I want people to hear from God and follow me on the word of the Lord in their life. That's the most powerful way to hear it. Anyway, we're going to take a break. We'll be back in just a minute. You are listening to the Morning Breath Podcast from East Coast Christian Center. We will be back shortly after we thank our sponsors. At East Coast Christian Center, we are building a life-giving church that lasts. We are one church in many locations with campuses in Merritt Island, Vieira, Coco, and an online campus that you can attend from anywhere. Here at East Coast, we value each generation and work hard to ensure that no matter what age or stage of life you're in, there's a place for you in our family. You weren't meant to do life alone, so come and find your church home with us. You can plan your visit or get more information online at eccc.us.
Barfield Contracting and Associates is a fully licensed and insured roofing and building contractor. They are located in Cocoa Village, but service all of Brevard County and surrounding communities. They also offer military and senior discounts and free estimates and appreciate every opportunity they are given. 321-454-4531. That's 321-454-4531. Barfield Contracting, treating you like family. The world desperately needs strong, faithful, and equipped believers ready for battle right now. ECCU provides high-quality instruction at a fraction of the cost of other Christian universities. At ECCU, you will learn who you are, whose you are, and know how to practically exercise the tools God gave you. We offer associates, bachelors, masters, and doctoral programs in theology and Christian ministry. Our number is 321-452-1060. That's 321-452-1060. Extension 102. Find more information at eccuequipped.com. Are you a young adult between the ages of 18 and 29, seeking community and an opportunity to press into the Word of God on a deeper level? Join us at Mezzanine, Sunday nights at 7. Experience powerful and impacting messages alongside like-minded individuals that are passionate about pursuing the heart of God. Visit mezzanine.church to get plugged in. Hi, I'm Scott Langston. I'm a broker associate who has specialized in commercial real estate for the past 27 years. I sell real estate for Remax Elite. I give free broker price opinions to anyone selling real estate. If you are looking to buy or lease real estate, I will represent you at no cost to you. My phone number is 321-403-1111. My website is scottlangston.com. Go out and make it a great day. Pineapple Garden, assisted living facility located in Rockledge. Affordable care with daily activities and a friendly 24-hour staff, making sure you or your loved ones are safe and secure. Find them online at pineapplegarden.com. For over 30 years, CB Plumbing has been a family-owned and operated business that is dedicated and proud to serve the Brevard County community. CB Plumbing offers both drain and sewer line cleaning for commercial and residential. CB Plumbing for all your plumbing needs. 321-783-6000. That's 321-783-6000. Customer satisfaction is their guarantee. Welcome back to the Morning Breath Podcast. Lean in as the pastors finish the show with their final thoughts. Welcome back, everybody. We're going we're gonna to look at probably, I don't know, maybe just one of the most encouraging parts of this entire chapter. Brian, what were you going to say about it? Yeah, I just really like verse 16. Jonathan went to find David and encouraged him to uh. stay strong in his faith in God. I would just encourage you today. Maybe you do that for somebody. You know, I, I've had times in my life where I've just, you know, got a text or got a call from somebody that had no business texting me or calling me to just encourage me that, you know what, God's got it. Like, whatever it is, I, different times, different seasons of life, and you know the season somebody might be in or you might have an inkling or you might have a feeling, but you know what, you don't know what that's going to do in delivering that and where they're, where that's going to find somebody in their life and how just going to be a blessing to somebody. You know that, that there is a hope for a future, for instance, that, you know, you grab something and just go, man, could you imagine you're out running thinking you're going to get, you know, just at some point they're going to catch up with you and you're going to die. You know, like they're coming for you. And here comes God sends a, sends a somebody to encourage him. And somebody powerful and important. Too. Yeah. 
And in this season of, you know, people being alone and isolated and things like, yeah, we're starting to get back together and it's great, but there are people that are still, this needs some hope today. Yeah. And maybe yeah. you could be the, the, the Jonathan for somebody today that God would use to encourage them to stay strong, to keep fighting. Come on, don't quit now. It's not time to quit. Don't grow weary and doing well. And maybe we could be that for you today. Maybe you tuned in and you're like, man, that's what I needed to hear. Praise God. I'm glad that we could do that. You know, you. tomorrow there'll be a message on that uh, Pastor Matt did last weekend on honor. Yeah. And that's how he kind of ends the honor message. Yeah. Is let's go out and honor somebody this weekend. Let's honor takes action. Don't yeah. just do it with your lips. Do it with your heart and do it with your hands. And so, Pastor Brian, give you a good exhortation. And what if we all did that this week? What kind of difference can that make yeah. in in the world we're living in? I think a big one. God bless you guys. Have a great day. See you, Pastor Brian. All right. Bye-bye. See you, Nick. Bye, guys. We hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Morning Breath podcast. If you did, we would love for you to give it a thumbs up and share it with a friend. To follow along with our daily chapter list and for quick access to East Coast podcasts, events, and more, download the East Coast app. It's the best way to stay connected with everything East Coast. We would also love for you to join our online community. Just search for East Coast Christian Center on Facebook and Instagram. Thanks again for listening to the Morning Breath podcast.